0: Hi, I'm Libby Tozer welcome to the She Is Seen podcast. Today I'm recording on Nara and Jessie Land and I'm talking to Mia. I'm really excited to introduce you to Mia because she's going to be involved a lot in the movement moving forward and the She Is Seen podcast and she's an incredibly amazing human with a really cool story. So welcome Mia, I'm so excited to have you here and to for everybody to get to know you a bit better.
1: Well, thank you, Libby. It feels really good. I'm really excited about this, and we've been talking about it for so long, and we're finally here, so it feels <laughs> really good.
0: Do you want to start, maybe if we jump in and share a little bit about what pulled you towards the movement, and then we'll share about you, so it gives yeah, a bit sure. of context to who you are and why you're here.
1: Yeah, okay. Mm,
0: regards to the
1: movement, I remember, because I didn't really know who you, I, I knew your name, but I didn't really know who you were. We hadn't completely like crossed paths yet in our little village, but I use the words like imperfect perfection a lot in trying to embrace that. And I remember you posting something or you, you changed your bio, I don't know, something that you published That those are the words that you use. And I was like, Oh my gosh, I've got to meet this woman. I've got to really find out what she is on about because I've been on this long, long term journey really since I was young in trying to just feel safe in my own skin. I have, you know, I had a history of eating disorders in high school and have just always hated my body. And I know logically that that's just so terrible and wrong and if anyone said that to me about themselves I would just I would be devastated but like in my core it's just this battle that I I had to to face and deal with and so it was just it was a space I felt really passionate about and feeling safe in our own skin you know going through breast cancer and losing my breast took took that whole Adventure, I guess I could call it. I'm trying not to use the word journey. So I've <laughs> been playing around with different words and adventure probably isn't the word either. <laughs> but- <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, so those, those are some pretty big things to go through, but I've been grateful for them too. I wouldn't want to go through them again, but I've been grateful for them because they've, they've taught me to be safe in my own skin and that there's a lot of BS out there about how we're to look as women. And that's just, so your message just really resonated with me and the fact that you, you have used your creativity and your gift for writing and your your skills in photography and all of that to really ram this message home and to pull so many different kinds of women together from all over Australia and the world really. I just thought it was so beautiful. And I just knew that at some point I had to participate and it took me a while, but here I am <laughs> now. In a sense. Yeah, I had to get comfortable like to get you know, go out in my, my undies and bra as well. <laughs> I know
0: made it in not, my hometown. <laughs> I've made it not an easy way to step into
1: that. Yeah, it's like,
0: okay, this is what we're doing.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: That's fine. I, I didn't I even know all that. No, that made heaps of sense. I always think it's um I think we don't stop to ask each other. I guess that would be weird questions. I guess are you comfortable in your own skin or do you have self-esteem issues or that they're not really normal conversation starters. So, yeah, that's <laughs> true. Maybe we should start changing that. We should be like, "Hey, my name's Mia. Are
1: you comfortable in your own skin?" <laughs> Maybe it's a thing. I might start that. we can
0: see how that goes.
1: Yeah.
0: And then, so from there, then this is completely evolved. And I think from my perspective, I can't, I think I can remember kind of how we met, but I've actually always felt like you were going to have something to do with the movement. And I didn't Mm. know why it was just one of those things. Wow. Sometimes you just know when you're going to have something to do with someone. It's true. So I'm excited about how this, has kind of evolved because you've got this amazing business. Do you want to share a little bit about that?
1: Yeah, sure. So Mama Happy is—I know—I love that you just call it a business. Thank you because I just
0: thought that. Then when I, I know that was
1: really. I was like, oh wow, yes, I guess it is because um, it's it's like a side a side thing as well. It's my passion. It's it's not just a hobby. It's an expression of. My soul, I guess, and it's an idea that's just lived inside my body since 2016 that came to me through a dream. And the whole core of this venture is to pull humanity together to discover our similarities and to, you know, be able to look across a shared feasting table into the eyes of someone else and recognize that they're just as human as, as you and you as them and, and to not to accept, I used to say, and to accept differences, but not to accept differences, but to actually like grow in respect for them, knowing that those differences contribute to, to society and this world. And even if those differences are a bit hard and challenge your paradigm, they're really important. And mm-hmm. so. I wanted to, yeah, just create the space where we can come together and food and wine is this universal language. You know, I, I, it started off just being really focused on other cultures. So I'd hoped to be able to travel and be in other people's kitchens all over the world and cooking together and hearing stories and, and just sharing sharing each other's story and then bringing that to a huge shared feast. And that was that was the original idea. And then life happened, different things, relationship breakdown, cancer, then COVID, (laughs) big, big things. (laughs) Uh, And so I, but it's it's a passion that hasn't ever left me. It has stayed so, so very present. And so I decided to really, to get it out of my body, I guess that's how I can, that's the way I say it, into the atmosphere. And so I launched the first one. During Easter weekend, uh, in Port Elliott and we focused on Afghanistan and I was able to connect with a girl, sorry, a woman in Kabul and she sent me, you know, her ingredients list and we cooked together via Zoom and she shared her story, which all of that is on, on my Insta handle as well. And it was just incredible. I couldn't believe one that I was cooking with someone in Kabul that just like really like blew my mind. And then to hear her story going through the Taliban takeover twice, and it was just, it was incredible. And it just began to to challenge my mind And that I, Mama Happy is still supposed to happen, but I need to surrender to the how and to stop making excuses and to push through resistance. And so it's just one foot in front of the other. And I mean, I work full time as well, so there's not, I'm not dependent on it to make me money right now. And... But I do need to break even (laughs) to be able to make these things happen. And so it's incredible to see what's happening. You know, the, I worked with a chef for the Afghani one. I'm working with a different chef for this one and to see both of them connect to the idea and the project in different ways is incredible. So different venue, different chef, working with musicians, you know, just all the aesthetics for an incredible dinner party as well. And this podcast, like, thank you so much. Like, I'm so excited to be able to uh, have a go at this and to take these interviews that I've done and actually share via a podcast as well as writing. So to help everyone connect to these beautiful stories that they're about to hear. So that when they sit down at the table uh, on the evening of the 22nd of October, that they are already connected to the stories and have maybe found a piece of themselves in them and that that conversation can carry on around the table am i making sense
0: yeah definitely (laughs) okay okay so it's
1: such a big thing that um i sometimes struggle to make sure i'm making sense and i feel like people just need to experience it
0: yeah and it's such a beautiful concept and and i think it's also like yours your story is interesting i'm just thinking for people that are listening and trying to Get comprehend what it's about. I think your story is, I don't know if there's a bit of thing, like if you want to share a bit about how, like your background and how this kind of came to you, and especially with the theme for this one, how it's all kind of weaving and linking in together. There's lots in it that I think could give good context for people to be able to connect in different ways.
1: Yeah, sure. I mean, the original idea came... I guess as a result of my travels around different parts of the world, you know, I've, I've sat on the floor in of houses in the slums of Bangkok and I've shared tables with the wealthiest of the wealthy in Geneva, you know, and, but each, each experience that I've had across the world with such diverse cultures and people has made me, I feel a better human. It's expanded my thinking and my, my understanding of humanity and, you know, as Americans, sometimes we can just think that everything is about us. Like it's, it's real and it's embarrassing (laughs) and I laugh about it, but it's just, it's actually really concerning. So traveling and getting to all these different corners and pockets of the world just woke up goodness in me and made me want to live for more than myself, you know? And I had a dream about a book called Happy Mama's Cook. And I was like, uh, oh, what, that's a bit interesting, but I write it down. And so the, the, after that dream, just the vision just began to like play out in my mind on a day to day basis. And then the first woman I interviewed in Tanzania when I was trialing out the project was named Mama Happy because I was concerned about the name. So I didn't want it to be just for mothers, you know? Yep. I think I've explained that to you. And so, but when I met her, it just gave context to, <laughs> to everything. And, you know, I've explained that when you have your firstborn child in Tanzania, your name changes to mama and then the name of your firstborn child. So her firstborn daughter was named happy. So she was mama happy. And she was, she was the one that (laughs) I know. Isn't it amazing? And she, she also grabbed my hand before I left. And uh, after a whole day of cooking and laughing and crying together, and said to me that I like she basically gave me a mandate like thank you and you need to make this happen that was in 2017 and um it just really got inside me and so i i have a list of ideas and cultures i've created my own mama happy world map of all the places to go <laughs> and you know it's not in alphabetical order it's all over the place and but i've extended that into subcultures as well as a result of of covid and not being able to travel at the moment so when you asked me to participate as part of the festival i just knew so in you know in my heart i knew that i would have one focused on first nations and and women of the land in particular as well uh, collectively And I feel like the timing is amazing because I have gotten in touch with my own First Nations DNA more than ever, like proud Cherokee woman, you know, (laughs) I love how. And that and but my local like Ramanjeri community have they, they have given me that boldness. They have helped heal me and have encouraged me to press into my own DNA and. So there's just so much shame in me owning it because there's so much I don't know. And I've just decided to say, I don't know, but I know I carry this. And even if it's, if, if I'm not even like full blood, that's okay because whatever this is, is very strong in my veins because, and it has been ever since I was a little girl and it feels so good. Like even now I'm just like, Oh my gosh, these words are coming out of my mouth. Like this is so much a part of me. And so this, this feast is. I'm going to weave my story through, but I'm spending, you know, I've interviewed a number of our local First Nations, really focusing on the the Ramanjeri, Nananjeri. I've interviewed my my own mentor, who's also Native American and has her own journey. I'm interviewing our youngest woman (laughs) tomorrow morning, actually, and her story is incredible. And she's actually about to travel back to Canada to connect. To, to country for the first time properly, which is massive. That's going to be quite an emotional story, and just weaving just because there's so many similarities between like North America, which include you know Canada and the and the states, and First Nations here, and there's a lot of differences too. But there's our ancestors have a very very strong connection, mm. and so very much focusing in that space, but I've extended it to women and they're friends of mine who care for country with their whole life and their whole soul. And they just have this, that's their, their sole purpose, you know, and they, and that's uh, very, you'll hear very diverse responses in that. And so it just felt like it, it was connected to what you're like the whole thing of just accepting your body, accepting who you are, accepting your sole purpose, and being able to walk confidently in that, in your bras and underwear, I
0: get some weird twist on it. <laughs> it really does, but it just had to
1: be said. It, it was just like getting to the to the skin, you know, to the skin and to the yes. soul, and that's what, th- like these women of the land, that's what they are, who they represent too. It's getting back to that that groundedness, in touch with the earth, and. Yeah, it's just, it's exciting. And so na- focusing on native foods as well from the three countries. The chef is just such a beautiful person. His disposition just, it's so perfect for this piece too. And his creativity has gone wild and he loves working with native food and he just hasn't, he was like, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, I can do that. Yep. And his imagination just went wild with it. So it's just really beautiful how it's all come together and the timing and yeah. So I really just really, really appreciate you inviting me into this space with you.
0: You're welcome. It's exciting. I'm so glad that you're going to be part of part of this. And I know you know, but, you know, as she has seen moving forward, I've really – I'm kind of opening up the space. So I've found it a really uncomfortable position to sit in that it's um, – because I started it, I feel like I have to hold the space all the time, and it's. I'm really excited to introduce you and the other new podcast hosts because we all have such different backgrounds and such different yeah. life experiences, and I think we're going to bring a beautiful wholesomeness to the movement. And mm-hmm. I think Mama Happy is just like the perfect. It just is like the icing on the cake. <laughs> like,
1: oh the, um, wow,
0: yeah. It's just beautiful and I think it's going to, I can see it weaving, weaving through. So we're going to, so for people listening to the podcast, we're, is going to share these interviews over the next couple of weeks before this year's festival, but it doesn't matter where you are in the world. The journey of this will, you'll be able to live through this. And when Mia does another feast down the track, this is, we're going to share these stories on the podcast. Mia's mm. part of the podcast now and This is kind of, yeah. We're just about. She's seen for me is about collaborating and sharing stories and shifting shame. Which, in a weird way of what you're, what you're saying, it's yeah. They just work in well together. So.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I just, I I want to take a second just to say like that's just such a beautiful, beautiful part of you, Libby. How you think that way like you just you always think so beyond yourself and i know that that means sacrifice that you have you've sacrificed a lot and you just want to create this platform for others to shine and i just absolutely love that about you so i just wanted to take that moment to say that publicly <laughs> so that everyone can hear because it's not something that you are going to shout yourself you know to the to the public and but it just needs to be known that you are a woman who has just made a lot of sacrifices so that others can can find themselves and have a platform to fulfill, just yeah, to to put their dreams out there as well. And I just think it's incredible. So thank you,
0: thank you. Mm. I'm really excited. I think the yeah, I'm really excited for the Mama Happy feast and <laughs> for yeah, for the store I love stories. Sorry, I'm excited to listen to your. Um, I obviously haven't heard them, so I'm excited to listen to your podcast interviews over the next couple of weeks and excited for whatever direction you go in with it next as well and I think I think everyone will like being part of the journey and this is so maybe we could share so if so, people will be able to listen to those podcast interviews coming up but if they want yeah. to connect with you to come so how can they get tickets if they want to come and then also if they're not in the area but would like to connect with the journey of Mama happy and you because you're yeah. a stunning writer as well I think you're worth oh, connecting you. with for um, lots of reasons. So, how do people find you? And obviously, yeah,
1: yeah, they'll be able to keep you, touching
0: base with you in the podcast. But
1: yeah, I mean, the best way right now is via my Insta handle at mamahappy.co. And tickets, the the link will be put in my bio very soon. It will be put on your wherever well. you choose yep yeah, in your bio yeah so that will be published very soon as we just wanted to get through a couple of things first but yeah that's uh, this weekend the link will be up for tickets
0: awesome mm-hmm. and yeah. they'll be able to check they'll be able to come back in and connect with you through the podcast and I think maybe just quickly a good way for <laughs> if you're wondering how to support If you're listening to this and wondering how to support Mama Happy and She Has Seen, the best way is if you can subscribe to the She Has Seen podcast. Mm -hmm. Yeah, good point. And when you see a post, just comment on it and like it and and share it if possible. And that does so much more than I think you realize. So it's really appreciated when people do that.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, That's great. Thank you so much. And yeah, I'm love to hear from you guys listening as well and if you have questions just ask away very approachable and love connecting with people so awesome
0: thank you Look thank you to Libby. the next one yeah. in the next
1: few days yeah they're going to be good they're so oh these women are incredible i can't wait to get them get them live
0: thanks for listening to she has seen the podcast I would love it if you could subscribe to the podcast and leave a rating or review to help us grow this wonderful community, which you're welcome to join and be part of in whatever way works for you. You can connect with us more on the socials or online at She Is Seen Movement. We would love to hear from you. So reach out, get involved and help us shift shame by sharing stories. Thank you for being here and showing up. This is your weekly reminder that you are enough exactly as you are in this moment. And actually, you're kind of amazing. So thank you and we'll talk to you soon.